Genre. We solemnly swear we're up to no good. everybody to Harry Potter Minute, the fan podcast where we overanalyze the Harry Potter movies one magical minute at a time. I'm Gary Roby. I'm Victoria Laguna. And we have a very special guest with us this week. Joining us, Nick Jimenez from Back to the Future Minute. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for being here. We're really excited. I think I reached, I don't know, I feel like, I feel like, uh, I reached out a while ago and since your minutes you picked are so late, I feel like it's been so long since we talked about Harry Potter. I... I somewhat purposefully, somewhat not. So, you know, Gary reached out to me and he was like, hey, is there a minute, is there a sequence of the movie that you are particularly like attached to? And I really thought about it because even though this isn't my favorite Harry Potter movie, this is probably the one I've seen the most. Oh, sure. Um, I feel like just in between uh, ABC fan or Freeform, whatever Mm -hmm. uh, showings and, you know, sleepover and like slumber party, Harry Potter parties and I remember I went to go see this at the library once uh-huh. uh, with my with, with my best friend Sierra. So I feel like I've seen this a lot. Uh, and my favorite section in both the film and the books, but especially the books, was uh, the chess battle scene. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, for this. As a kid, I just as a kid, I just always found that scene really cool because I personally have always identified the most uh, with Ron Weasley in the franchise. Um, even from the first one, I was like, I get by, I, I know this guy. I know what makes this guy mm-hmm. tick. Uh, <laughs> and so the scene where he like, you know, really has kind of a badass like William Wallace moment, which we'll talk yeah. about. Um, I just, as a kid, I just thought that was so cool how he like sacrificed himself to save his friends and like, oh, like, oh man, I want to do that. Or like, I would, that, that, that would be cool. And so, yeah. So yeah, we get that's it. why I chose a minute much later in the movie. I did nothing to do with the fact that I wanted to no put no it that's good it's stuff. it's we we've talked about this a lot but um a lot of the people that we reached out to were just like oh like let me know when we fit in the schedule and I really do one of the things that I really wanted to try to do is get people for minutes that they were going to be passionate about anyway like we have so many minutes to fill that like I took that liberty with a lot of the people that we asked and so it's always fun like I'm excited to get to that yeah <clears throat> And that's what Scott uh, does with Back to the Future Minute is he tries to because those movies are a lot older than yeah. the Harry Potter movies. Uh, sometimes a lot of people have memories imprinted on like certain moments in the mm-hmm. movie and or like, oh, this made me like, you know, when Marty played the guitar, it made me want to start a band or I love Burger King because they have that. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, so Scott always tries to kind of find where people get like what what moments they remember yeah. the most yeah and i think that that really makes so, a difference yeah. in a lot of these like minute shows um if you have someone who's going to be passionate about the moment that you're talking about you're gonna i think it, it makes for better podcasting I, i'm excited that makes sense yeah 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 um before we start the minute what what's your uh history with harry potter did you get into the books first or like how did you find the franchise Oh, God. Well, here we go. Uh, I would probably say 
second only to Star Wars, Harry Potter has definitely been the biggest has the, had the biggest impact on me as like a story. Mm-hmm. And you know, a lot of movies inspire me as a writer. You know, I I I can go to a bad movie and usually come up with a couple of notes or ideas, you know. Uh but the Harry Potter is actually kind of like and I think a lot of people can say this is it's 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 impacted the way that people like live their lives. Yeah. Uh so I I when I first started reading the books, the first 3 were out. Okay. Um and I, because there was a I just remember hearing like rumblings. I could feel a disturbance in the in the kid force <laughs> called like called like Harry Potter. And I was like, what is this? And I remember I used to read Disney Adventures all the time. You guys remember Disney Adventures? It sounds vaguely familiar. When they were like, it's like this Disney used to do this like magazine and they were like the size of a reader's digest. And it was like the magazine for kids. And one one month there was an excerpt from Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. And it was, uh, who knows what chapter it was. And I read it and I was like, that's cool. Because I was really just starting to get into reading and chapter books. Uh, I was about... I was in the first grade, second grade, maybe. And so I bought the first one and I read it, which was a huge deal. I remember at the time being like, I read a 300 page book and that blew my mind. And then I quickly read the second one and the third one. And I, not to sound uh, like a hipster or uh, or an old man, because I, I don't mean this in a, in a superior way at all, but I, I consider myself to be very fortunate in that I got to read them before the movies came out. So for a few blessed years, uh, Harry Potter and Ronald Weasley and Hermione Granger existed just in my imagination. And they were, and that was, and that's a weird, that's a kind of a, that's a very deep relationship to have, you know, is when these characters just exist in your head. Uh, And then I remember the fourth one came out at midnight and that was a big deal. And then, yeah, I, I read each of them and I actually saw this movie uh, my parents took me to go see it on <clears throat> opening night, which was their anniversary. Wow. And I remember even being like a fourth grade kid being very like kind of chuffed, you know, like, oh, that's really awesome that they took me to do Because mm. at that point, Harry Potter had kind of become a family thing. I uh, My dad goes on, bu- went on business trips a lot and uh, he listened to the audiobooks narrated by Jim Dale. Mm. And so he, so that, and then we used to listen to those on road trips. Uh, so yeah, it was, it's Harry Potter has been a big thing in my life. If I, if I ever wanted to get a tattoo, I'd probably get a Harry Potter tattoo. Um, and yeah, I, I, I think about Harry Potter more than I think about most things. It just, it just, it's in your DNA yeah. after a certain point. I think you and I yeah. are in a very, very similar yeah. place. Cause it was the same sort of thing. I was given the first one as a gift when I was a little kid and I reread those first couple books over and over again, like knowing the movie was coming, knowing that like there were so many more books to come out. And I think I reread the series more than any other. I think I've read them more than any other book I've ever read. Um, Oh yeah. Just devoured them. You know, they became such a big part. And I think, um, I don't know. It was interesting. Like growing up with those characters, I was talking to someone recently about, how it's we're doing this show now and going through it um it it it's it's really nostalgic in a way because i remember like watching the movie over and over and over again and like really wanting to get everything i could get out of it as a kid because i knew that it was going to be a year or two before the next movie came out and oh yeah and 
it's it's sort of the same thing. Like it's gonna take us yeah, forever. And, and this is such a it is it, is, it really is. <laughs> uh I'm not gonna sugar. <laughs> no. Uh <laughs> uh but yeah, and, and I'm just watching these minutes now. This movie is literally it's like a Marie Grand Prix painting come to life. Yeah. Like even more so than the other movies, even though the movies are better, this one really captures the look and feel of those illustrations that were on those mm-hmm. first American hard Absolutely. Um, like, especially, like, like, especially Harry chasing the keys. That is straight out of the book, like from his sweater to the keys. Mm-hmm. It, uh, yeah, it's crazy. So yeah, I'm yeah, Harry I'm excited. Yeah, let's uh, let's since we're 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 talking about the keys, let's get into the minute because this is where we start. Actually, uh, we're doing minute yeah. 120, talking about minute 121 today, and it starts with with uh, my note says cartoon Harry flying after the silver key, and it oh boy, yeah. <laughs> and it ends with Ron's declaration that this is not a graveyard. Um, and we'll get the continuation of that next minute, which I'm excited for, but. Uh, since we do have a, a, a good chunk of this minute, I think the first like half of this minute is the end of Harry chasing this key down. Um, we talked a little bit last week about Harry on the broom and them filming Harry against fil- filming Daniel Radcliffe against the green screen to kind of get some of the more still shots. But much like Quidditch, like, yeah, I think <clears throat> pretty much from the start of this minute, it's just cartoon Harry. Yeah, that is some Mummy Returns level CGI <laughs> work. It, uh, I never like as yeah. a kid. As a kid, I never really thought about it. We've talked about this a lot too. Oh, of course, right? Of course, yeah. And then going back and doing this minute by minute, I'm like, oh my goodness, you look like a cartoon character. You look like you look like Harry Potter from the video game I used to play. <laughs> yeah, it's and it's it's little moment. I'm I'm fascinated with uh, watching a movie. Like sometimes I think about what like Kong Skull Island is going to look like in 10 years. Yeah. You know, like what's because at the time this was state of the art. I mean, no movie had more resource available than Harry Potter and the mm-hmm. Sorcerer's Stone. You know, this huge Steven Spielberg turned down directing this first movie because he was worried it would be, quote, like shooting fish in a barrel. Uh, You know, like, like, like whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. So it's. It's fascinating that it just looks so bad, but it really is like, and if anything, it, it kind of adds to the charm now. Mm. Uh, so it's fun. You're like, it's oh, fun you know, this is weird. 15 years ago. And like, I think Chris Columbus, we've talked about him a, a, a bit, but he really wanted to do as much practically as they could. So the, the CGI is really kind of just peppered in when it's, when it's absolutely necessary. And so we have it yeah, here. Like we have troll. it with the troll, exactly with the hat, with the centaur. Mm-hmm. But even we get to the chess set next uh, later this week like those are all actual things which we'll talk about like a set that they built that's yeah awesome. and like and when you think about other family films that were coming out at the time i that's a pretty uh bold decision i mean when you think about movies like spy mm-hmm. kids or you know just just the, the level of kids entertainment coming out it's kind of a it's a miracle that this movie isn't cgi'd all the hell yeah yeah, I totally agree. He uh, Chris Columbus definitely mentions, like in the director commentary, several times over that they really he really wanted to commit to doing everything as he as practically as they could, um, which I think really makes makes a, a huge difference for these first couple movies, because um, mm-hmm. you kind of establish the tone it's, and everything. The weirdest shot is 
CGI Harry throwing the key down to real Emma Yes, Watson. yes, yes. I have that in my notes too. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's such a weird, it's such a weird shot between the two of them. And then the key, I like that the key kind of flies back up. It seems like, like when you try to like throw a balloon to the ground, like it's not actually fighting the gravity. It wants to go up. So the key sort of does this like dip and then goes back. Like she used to like jump to catch it anyway. But the difference between the two mm-hmm. of them is so stark in that moment. Yeah, it's yeah, it's almost it almost becomes like like Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Or, <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, I I remember as a kid, I always kind of wanted the the key scene to be bloodier, just <gasps> just the kind of like you know that little that fourth grade boy in me mm-hmm. was like always imagining like what if he just like made a wrong turn and just got like. Well, like, I was thinking about that when he takes like, off when he took off the ground last week all the keys are kind of attacking him like 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 birds would and he's trying to swat at them and I was just that would be so painful yeah what are you swat that's like swatting at bullets yes <laughs> like that's not that's not gonna that's not gonna work well Harry um yeah no it he's not I'm have you guys talked at all about uh Harry the fact that Harry Potter is a seven part like saga about a jock (laughs) we've not (sighs) like i'm i'm i kind of the the older i get and the more distance i get from it i think it's fascinating that they made the hero of this like fantasy wizard series good at sports like reasonably attractive not that not that intelligent and like just not into studying yeah i think books like it's really interesting I don't, yeah, I don't, I never really, he is very different from your normal, like, child protagonist, I think, right? Yeah. Most of these hero characters come from this, like, shy, kind of bookish, like, Peter Parker style character. Harry's definitely not mm-hmm. that. I th- yeah, I mean, he's he, he's poor, he lives in a closet. Yes. I think, I think, um, I don't know. I think just because he's from a muggle family, like, not from a muggle family, but, like, grew up in a muggle house going to school, like, that outsider perspective connects us enough to his character that that I think they didn't have to try too hard to make him, like, an everyday... He doesn't feel... Man. Yeah, and he doesn't feel jockey like like Flash Thompson to, to do another no, Spider-Man yeah, feel, feel, yeah, And he, maybe, it's, maybe it's different in England, because, like, I've heard of people that I would consider to be like kind of bookish and like introverted and they still played like, like soccer for like eight yeah. years. I don't know. I never really thought about maybe it. Just a different, maybe athleticism is different over there than it is here. Or the, yeah, the, the relationship to it is different. Our relationship. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, I wrote a note. Yeah, so I watched this minute since we're at this moment where he, where the key gets passed between the kids. Um, I watched this little couple seconds so many times over because when harry does a dive bomb that that like dive bomb for like Mm -hmm. the briefest of a second it kind of sounds like like an airplane or something it's got like oh i bet yeah i remember as a kid thinking that too i think the sound designers like had a little fun with (laughs) And it's it's so yeah. brief, but I heard it the first time when I was like really watching this, taking my notes, and I was just like, "Did I? Is that really the sound that the broom would make?" Which I kind of like. It's subtle hey, enough. When you guys were growing up, were you? Did you ever go through like a 
like a phase where you thought keys were really cool or like coins, like we are like stones. Like I remember as a kid thinking objects were so cool, like medallions. I did like when you I didn't even think about this, but I did have a ring of like weird keys that I picked up from yeah. like my grandparents house or my parents the keys that like especially like this, like big brassy, like with the ornate sort of patterns and not just like the yeah, like yeah, yeah. making lows. Um, and uh, <laughs> yeah. just things that I picked up that I don't think actually went to anything anymore. I wonder what mm. happened to all of those. I think I still have keys on my keychain, like on my key ring that are keys for, I don't know what they're for. They're just on there now. Mm. I've committed to them. <laughs> Did you collect anything weird, Victoria? Things like that? Like, you say do you collect anything well i mean like, i know well, you're talking to the collector i mean yeah I, I, but like I, I collect a lot <laughs> no uh my mom collected coins when i was a kid oh so uh that's always been a part of my life we had books and books of uh coin collections uh, i used to go to my mom go with my mom to places in which uh they sold bought and traded uh coins and baseball cards and uh sports cards and the like and um i love keys i love keys now yeah actually that's my thing now is that i have a i'm starting a collection of keyhole keyholes and a again the brassy mm. uh skeleton type keys yeah i remember thinking uh when i was a kid watching the movie beetlejuice when lydia is given the key to the house mm. i always thought that was like the coolest key like i want this big key that goes sure. to this big awesome mm. house and do whatever i want with or there's ghosts in there and stuff like i always thought spooky stuff like that was cool and to me there's kind of um keys in themselves aren't spooky but i think the idea of a skeleton key or those big brassy keys that you know are super super old there's something kind of spooky about mm -hmm. it because of just the age of it mm -hmm. and i kind of i dig oh, yeah, that kind yeah. of stuff there's a history to it like Did this key was for something yeah, from at a one long point. time ago yeah, yeah. mm-hmm it's like uh, my friends have been getting me into these YouTube videos of people just breaking into abandoned houses and hospitals. Oh, those and are very like, interesting. It's, yeah, it's the most fascinating thing ever because, like, you know, the the house will be like, we have to get out of here now. The bank's coming. And so just all of their stuff is exactly where they left it 50, 60 years ago. Yeah. And uh, there's just all this creepy, like, elephants, statues wearing clown hats oh. and, like, jesus on a candle but his face is all messed up just like the the weirdest thing what i always find creepy is when they do those videos but they go somewhere where it's like um an abandoned insane asylum Ooh. or uh oh, yeah, yeah. you know oh, something you. like that and then it's just like oh my gosh that has like a whole different air to mm -hmm. it it's just like this is really spooky have you seen have you seen the video of the red door oh my god yes it, it, it went, <laughs> yes what, so it, it, it went viral thing? a few weeks ago yeah tell, tell, tell him tell him Oh, uh, I think you should tell him. No, you're the guest. <laughs> okay. I want you to tell it. Okay, okay. There was this video where it's this guy and he's exploring. I think he's speaking another language. And it's like the basement of this hospital. And there are all of these. I think it's supposed to be like where they kept the, the cadavers. Like a, like and a, there's like this, a morgue? Ooh. Like a morgue. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's looking around. It's all dark and dingy. And there's you hear like a slam, slam slam and it sounds in the distance and as the guy moves closer with the camera you can see and it's lit by a light there's one door that is just opening and closing really loudly by itself uh, i don't like it yeah. as the guy gets closer he points the camera finally at the 
the inside what the door is inside of and it's cement. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. What? So like there's nothing there's nothing in and I I've heard someone someone proved how it's fake. I just haven't read how it was fake. That's amazing uh, though. I feel like there's always an explanation as to how oh, it could course. be there's fake, always- but I mean like sure you were able to explain Do you, it, it doesn't necessarily Would you rather it's fake? Believe that it's like a real thing that this stuff like this actually happens, or are you comforted by the like? Well, see, you're you're, you're like, skeptic. I am. I am not a skeptic. I believe in a lot of different things, and I have experienced a lot I of like, different things that is just kind of like mm-hmm. gears towards. Mm-hmm. I like. I like that we get to choose. Sure. <laughs> like when I'm when I'm when when I'm watching like a like an ancient aliens documentary or a paranormal documentary, I'm like, it's all real, man. But when I when I'm in, when I'm riding my car at night, I can choose to be like, well, there's no such thing as ghosts. That's 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 that's, that's, that's absurd. Stupid. Yeah, like, why would I be worried about that thing? Yeah, I <laughs> we get to sleep back and forth. I don't know. My brain definitely does that thing where like, like even there 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 are things that I've like thought I saw out of the corner of my eye, and then you look again and it's not there. And my brain is the kind that's just like, oh, well, I was just seeing things. Like that's not a real thing. It just kind of like shrugs it away because it's, I don't know, easier to process. I don't know. Stuff like that scares me. Like I get really unnerved by like horror movies and things. It's it's. I know you do. Oh yeah. Yeah. Whereas I'm the complete opposite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love horror movies. I I definitely I like the occult and all that like spooky stuff. I sure. spend my time watching YouTube video after YouTube video. <laughs> so many uh, of YouTube videos of just speculation. I mean, it's it's. it's it's fun to to speculate and to see what other people are seeing. And there's ones that I've seen that I'm just like, oh, this is very, very, very fake. Okay. And then there's ones that I'm just like, I don't know. <laughs> like, it could be. But at the same time, it's just, uh, it doesn't bother me if it was hmm. real. Like you, like you were saying, comforting. Sure. Comforting or whatever. And I'm like, I don't know if I want to say comforting. No, I was definitely that kind of person that if I watched a scary movie, I'd have to like watch some cartoons or something afterwards before I could go to bed. Only if it's aliens. Oh, I know. I remember, I remember uh, my freshman year of college, my friends, uh, Brooks and Becky and I, we, and we were, I guess we were kind of like, I guess we were kind of like a Harry, Ron, Harmonica, but we went to go see Insidious. Oh, good movie. And afterwards, we all had to like, like, we all had to sleep in the center of the room together with the, with the lights on while the nanny was on TV. Because that's how like scared we were. Yeah, so hilarious. I don't know. I don't. I'm not a fan of horror movies because I don't really like being scared. Like I definitely possession movies are your. (laughs) Oh man, I can't even. Mm -mm. With me, it's it's alien movies. (laughs) I can't watch stuff about aliens. Well, luckily we're actually uh, there's no aliens in. We're actually writing a we're actually writing a possession movie right now. See, I think Uh, possession not me and Scott, but. Yeah, it's me and some of my friends uh, out here in LA. We've been working on. Oh, it. that's uh, awesome! So we've been we've been researching a lot, and that's a double edged sword because it's fascinating, but it's also kind of like draining. Yes, yeah. I get that. Yeah, my uh, yeah. my senior project when I graduated high school was all about Jack the Ripper, and so for weeks I was just researching oh, yeah. like serial killers and stuff, and it's just like okay, like I think I'm I need to wash my hands of all this for a while. See, like we had major projects like that, like almost in every grade I was in. Uh-huh. My Jack, I did Jack the Ripper for like tenth grade. Okay, but I think for like eleventh grade, I did the Salem witch trials. Mm, that's cool. Yeah, and disturbing. Also, yeah, it was also very disturbing and kind of like wow. <laughs> 
the the crazy thing about Harry I'm thinking about it now is Harry Potter to me was such a Halloween thing, but it was also a Christmas yeah. thing and a Thanksgiving thing. It's like it snuck its way into every holiday. Well, I think I think it benefits because it takes place over the length of a school year, so you get multiple you get holidays. Every, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like every every with every changing of the season, I feel like there's a Tumblr gif of like Hogwarts at that exactly. time of year. Exactly. I think um uh I don't know what movie does. I think the movie that does that the most is uh, Prisoner of Azkaban because you get the different shots of the Whomping Willow in the different seasons as the movie right. progresses too. Mm-hmm. Which is mm-hmm. Oh man, I like That's it. Great. My favorite part is when he like when it like shakes all the all the like all the a, snow like it's a dog. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> uh, Scott, you you're gonna need to get Scott on uh, multiple weeks of Prisoner of Azkaban because that's his favorite one of all. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I th- I think that. Th- Do you guys have a favorite? Have you guys each explained like what your favorite Potter movie is? I think the consensus has been Prisoner of Azkaban for the most part. Victoria, you, uh, was it Order of the Phoenix? Order of the Phoenix Half-Blood is Prince. like one of my like top ones. Yeah. yeah. Half Blood Prince is. Really is up there too as well. Yeah. That's only because it's a, it's a Snape movie, basically. Yeah, so it's like yay. So Snape. <laughs> the title of that one so is Harry Potter. Prior, <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> so if you had asked if you had asked me a year ago, I would have said my favorite was was Order of the Phoenix. Okay, uh, but that was my favorite for a long time, and Scott thinks I'm crazy. <laughs> but upon before Fantastic Beasts came out, I rewatched uh, some of my favorites, mm-hmm. and by that I mean like all of them except like the first two uh because like i can skip those i can i i I get it and uh i think my new favorite actually is half-blood prince as a movie i think that's like the best looking movie i think it's the funniest i think it's the most heartfelt i love the high school stuff yeah Yeah, i um i enjoy i don't know i rewatched them again recently too and like especially knowing that we're gonna go through these one minute at a time like there aren't really any harry there's no harry potter movies that i dislike the fourth sure so i don't know i don't di- i don't dislike it a lot and i don't hate it but uh the bottom of my list is four yeah it's goblet of fire i i that's a lot of people i feel like that that one feels like the most like a high school like i don't comedy. like the fact that it feels like a hot high school movie i don't <laughs> like the fact that it's like super hollywooded you think oh well that and it does have that's mike newell and it's, and it's all this added stuff that like like i really didn't need like the dragon chase scene that went like everywhere oh, and i'm it. just like really <laughs> like this did not this is not how this happened i don't understand why you have to you, i know they're doing it because they want the dynamic shots and they want all this like cool stuff but again that's my definition of you're hollywooding it because you're you're doing it for the money shots you're doing it for all that mm. disingenuous stuff yeah. instead of being true I to mean, what it is the fourth one, I remember. I remember when the movie came out, being really confused because that sort of, that's sort of, uh, that's Hermione's pretty in pink moment is when she walks down the yeah. stairs and everyone's like, "Wow, I've had, but I've had a crush on Emma Watson since I saw the first like photograph of them all together." Mm-hmm. And so like she, so for me at age fourteen, I was like, "She been cute." So like I was like confused as to why that was like a huge moment. Like I don't know what you guys yes. talking about. Yeah. I was like, what, what's, what, what's, 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 like, oh, I guess she's wearing like a dress now. Um, <laughs> she, she, she put her hair up a little it's bit. It's like, what's that movie? Uh, she's all that. It's like, oh, she took off her, like she took yeah, off her glasses and <gasps> oh put on makeup. Yeah. Oh my gosh, you're beautiful. I'm like, what? No, <laughs> she's always what's been funny. We've, we've been living with the adult versions of these actors for so long, like Daniel Radcliffe and Emma Watson yeah. and Rupert Grant that 
I'm now not used to child versions of them. Mm. So like going back and watching the first movie is like, whoa, they're babies. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, we've been doing this like long enough like now. A baby lion. There's so many moments where I've been like, oh my God, look how cute they are right now. Like, they're, isn't this adorable? If anything, they're just like, oh, you guys are adorable. Yeah. <laughs> look how cute you are. Yeah. They have a, there's a lot of moments in this movie that I'm just like, oh, rewatching like, this first movie. I just, I didn't realize how freaking cute Tom Felton was. <laughs> cause like, cause who likes Draco? No one. He's a jerk. But then like go, going oh, back and it's but, just like, oh, you're super cute. You're yeah. an adorable kid. And oh my gosh, you yeah. own this role like mm-hmm. so well for being such a, such a kid and, and, uh, just being on board yeah, to, to have, yeah. To be that like unafraid of being like the, a bad, like ugly. Guy. Yeah. Yeah. And most kids, they don't. They want. I, I know. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, there's so much. There's so much ego involved in acting, even for adults. That maybe it's easier for kids to be like, be nasty, be you know, be mean. Like you're gonna be this mean that, kid that no one's gonna like. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, but and and if you're the right kind of kid, you're like awesome, right? You're just like, all right, I'm cool with that. Yeah, <laughs> let's go. Mm. I'm into it. Right. Yeah. So and uh, I thought this since 2001, but Harry's sweater always looks like so massively comfortable. I <laughs> Harry wears a lot of sweaters, looks comfy in this movie. Mm-hmm. It's so soft, it looks so like like soft and like warm. Mm-hmm. Where did he get that sweater? You know the Dursleys didn't give it to him. Yeah, it's weird. Harry Harry suddenly Man, like not wearing any of like Dudley's hand me downs once he gets to Hogwarts. Because I, I assume maybe that Hagrid took oh. clothes shopping. Yeah. <laughs> right. What's your theory, Nick? Okay. I have a theory that at night he, he sneaks out of bed and he steals clothes from the other boys. <laughs> oh, that's so He's mean. got the invisibility cloak. He's had it since Christmas. It's easy for him to take stuff from people. No one will know. Just, just, He's like, uh, just at one point, Dean's like, Harry, are those my pants? No, no, they're not your pants at all. They're mine. <laughs> they're, they're mine. They're mine. I need pants, Dean. <laughs> His name is sewn in them. Like, <laughs> Dean Thomas. It says Dean Thomas. Like it says Dean Thomas. And it's just like, but my, my yeah. name's right there. Like, what? No. It says Dean across That's... like the butt. <laughs> Aww. Aww. That's kind of like Harry being a clothes thief. <laughs> <laughs> Rifling Not through people's drawers. <laughs> Yeah, like he's kind of got like a coat, uh, like a uh, a coat from the wise man's fear thing going on, where he's like he has to do it yes to survive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> got to do whatever you yeah. got to do. <laughs> he's got money for clothes, though. He's got well, he only—that's true. He's rich. No, he's, he's so rich. He only, took out, <laughs> he only took out that one little thing of of money. He had a bag of money when they left Gringotts, and then it was what? gone oh, by the time they were done shopping. You can't go back. To get money? He can't leave school to go get money. Where are you going to go buy anything when you're at Hogwarts? Everything that he took uh, with him is wor- what he's stuck with. Uh, nothing's no, worse than store. a cheap friend who you know... <laughs> nothing's worse than a cheap friend who you know has money. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's like you have money. Like, you're you're the rich. But I don't, though. I have to go to... I can't go to Gringotts. It's like someone kinda, has to take I'm, me. <laughs> I kind of don't have Hagrid has money. my key. Okay. Yeah, right. Hagrid, I need to go to Gringotts to get more money. <laughs> I ran out of clean you, underwear. Hogwarts has to have like a massive freshman 15 problem, right? Like with the like free appearing food. Oh my God. Yes. Everybody is picking out. Everyone just got kind of tubby. <laughs> yeah. No. Oh. Yeah. I would be eating all day. I feel bad for the for the house elves as what gotta clean their dirty laundry all the time. Well, I mean that's what, what house elves house do. Elves? 
What house elves? Oh yes, that's what I say. Yes, what house elves? The yeah, house we don't elves see them. Not, yeah, that's right. They're not in the. It's magic. It's out of sight, out of mind. There you go. It's it's a uh, they're, they're you know oh it's dirty it's trash now I'm trying to buy new clothes. Can we make like that'd be that'd be awesome to make like a fake documentary exposing Harry Potter for erasing the history of house elves from magic history. <laughs> Oh How convenient God. that in all of these movies, there's no footage of house elves walking around. <laughs> Curious. I know they must do. They do. They do so much. They have to do so much for the school. They should make like a hidden. They should make like a movie about like house elves saving. They they, they should do like Rogue One or like Hidden Figures, <laughs> but like with house, with house elves. elves. I would watch. The crap out of that. Like, these three inspiring house elves were responsible for, like, getting the plans to Voldemort to Dumbledore. Oh, my God. Or something. Is it, is it, if we're going to do the, like, like, the Star Wars thing where everyone knows everybody, uh, we don't see Winky in the movies, but it would Dobby creature Winky, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, totally. That's that, yeah, that's the, yeah, that's the, that's the trilogy. That's, I mean, that's the Our creature is just crotchy the whole time. And Winky's drunk. And Winky's drunk. And Dobby's the only one that's like, like, let's go, we gotta do this. We have to go. Tell me, come on. It's Minions meets Harry Potter. That's a Yes, there you go. I'd watch. Oh, my. (laughs) Boom. Done. I'm. I'm just saying, Warner Brothers, you're going to need to do something after you make, like, your eight Fantastic Beasts <laughs> Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. There's always more to do. Well, now that they have Fantastic Beasts and there's more of the American, like, witch and wizard stuff, that's something I thought was really interesting is, like, what's the explanation for, like, the Salem Witch Trials? Oh. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Everything about Amer- – that's kind of why I'm – I was really disappointed when I found out that the Fantastic Beast sequel was going back to Europe because yeah. I was like, no, we we only there's so much America I want to see. Yeah, and instead all we get to and, see is a little bit of New York. New York. Yeah. yeah. Which was still really cool. I loved it as a set piece, but there's so much more of America. I mean, I know on Pottermore she yeah. did a whole like um witch and witchcraft, like in Native sure. American culture oh. and like other other kind of stuff like yeah. that. But well, she know. does. There's. Well, I the, can't like, remember what my password is. History uh, of Ilvermorny or something. Do you remember there. what your house was? I am a Gryffindor. Ah, okay. I can see that. Okay. Yeah. Did you get to do the Patronus one before you uh, forgot your password? Oh yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a bird. Um, it's a little bird. Aww. A little a little. Bird. Oh, it's it's like a it's a it's like a river it's a river dove or something. Interesting. You know, oh. like a river. Not dove. a single person we've had on has had. We've not had any duplicate Patronuses. No, it's always been something different. Yeah. That's a good thing. You know how, I, I forgot how the list, but there's a long list of possible Patronuses. Yeah. So, I mean, it makes Wait, sense. I'm going to look up, I know I, I'm going to look up my name and the word Patronus on Facebook because I know I posted about it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> you're like, it's there. I While peace. you're looking for that, we still have like Please. 45 seconds of this minute left. Uh, oh, it's an Osprey. An my, Osprey. My, my Patronus oh, is an Osprey. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. Interesting. An Osprey. And a Gryffindor. And a Gryffindor. Are you okay with that uh, Patronus, or did you not like? And a lot of people don't like their Patronuses. Osprey or oh, I mean, you know, didn't Scott got like a skunk or something? <laughs> Scott got something really weird. Oh. Um. So yeah, I love mine. And then like at first, you know, I don't. I wasn't really expecting to get Gryffindor because like I always saw myself as like, well, I'm a Ravenclaw because I like to read, mm-hmm. right? And then when I got Gryffindor, I was like, what? And then I thought about it, and I was like, well, I guess I do. I guess I do like get in trouble for like mouthing off and like 
<laughs> like I guess I do do a lot of like dumb stuff without thinking, and I was like, I guess I am kind of Gryffindor. Very Gryffindory. So yeah, Gryffindory. I, I was the other way around. I really, really wanted to be in Gryffindor because Harry Potter was in Gryffindor. But oh, I am yeah. a Ravenclaw. <laughs> yes. I think Scott is too, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I believe that. Pretty sure we asked him when he was on, but yeah, I don't remember. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was a long time ago. We didn't. We haven't made a big table of like oh, everybody yeah. in their houses, <laughs> <laughs> like a big chart. A chart, yes, right. We need. We need. Oh, I would those. have to go back and listen to like all the Monday episodes. <laughs> exactly. And be like, all right, let's see who's, who's who in what house. Who's what? Let's sort everybody. I think we've had more Ravenclaws than anything. I think so too. Well, I think there's. I think in the Venn diagram of people who podcast and Ravenclaws. Yeah, <laughs> I think there's you, you'd find a lot of common. People. Oh, yeah, makes sense for sure. So these 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 keys they chase Harry after he gets re- even after he passes the key. They're, off they're to, very aggressive keys. They are. No, they embed themselves in the door. If Harry had not made it through that door, he would have been like sliced through by these keys. Yeah, because I mean, keys are not sharp, but no. it is metal, mm-hmm. and with enough velocity. Yeah, I mean, you should be at least getting like nicks in your skin. Or... Oh, I think it'd be more than that. I th- yeah, he should be. He should be. He should be. I in my head. Well, well, yeah, when, when I read the like book, he was up, always yeah. like really cut up. Yeah, yeah. But you were describing like he was like like birds. He was like doing exactly that whole like thing. Well, like even then, like it's just their beaks in that mm-hmm. movie, and and there's only like maybe little little but cuts here and there. Things, but in this scene, they, where it's they like work coming, themselves into the wood. Yeah, like, when they're like barrel barreling down on you like a mm-hmm. bullet yeah mm-hmm. then that would have definitely like went through maybe they just the couldn't show a lot of blood yeah i guess, I guess not because I guess he's like a little boy true i guess that would be his sweater protected him. there you go <laughs> yeah oh yeah he's he's bleeding profusely but his sweater is like such a deep red it's, it's that, that no one can tell it's 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 the same as deadpool's costume it's it's exactly. red so you can't see his blood that's why ron yeah. that's why ron should be wearing the brown pants oh <laughs> that was, that's that's terrible. <laughs> Do you think they ever just like hype themselves up before going on one of these adventures together? Like we're gonna go, we're gonna do it. We're so good, we're so best friends, and they just like run. Out. I think with yeah. Ron they have to. Oh, I gotta work Ron yeah. up. Like Come it's on. all right, Ron. Let's go. We're we're gonna do this. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's definitely the the Roman of the group. If we're going into Fast and Furious characters. Oh, <laughs> Victoria's giving me the blankest stare. I'm just like, what? <laughs> Don't watch Fast and the Furious. That was for me. <laughs> That's okay. People people listening at home, they appreciated it. Yeah, they're like, hey, I love Fast and the yeah. Furious. I mean, they just had a new one come out like, my... not that long ago. <laughs> That's true. That's my that's my third that's my third most important. <laughs> Star, Wars, Star Wars, Harry Potter, Fast, Harry Potter, Fast, Fast and the Furious. Furious. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Yeah. All right. That's fun. It's a that's a wide range. Yeah. You got like sci fi, fantasy. Yeah. And whatever like action you, movies action and then and then star wars <laughs> <laughs> uh i like this um i like this shot in the dark of the chessboard the silhouettes of the uh chess pieces oh it's so cool mm-hmm. we get to see they the, the camera pans across the where is um, that light coming from for you to be able to see them at all i don't know weird I always imagine there's like a a wind a roof window. It seems like moonlight. I don't. I don't. But 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 that doesn't. That doesn't make any sense. It definitely doesn't work. Because yeah. Because yeah. they dropped from the third oh, floor, like a like a like a roof, like a window in the roof. Yeah. Because. Oh okay okay okay. Real quick, uh, if we go to minute forty two, I want to say, uh, yeah forty two forty three. 
I am I am opening back up the Harry doesn't wear Dudley's clothes anymore case because those are some baggy pants. Oh. <laughs> He's, okay. He's wearing some baggy, baggy pants. Yes, that is true. I can. Those, those look like some Dudley pants. That makes sense. <laughs> Dudley pants. And he's just got the, the 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 belt cinched as tight as he possibly can. He had to poke new holes in the belt. <laughs> yeah, so exactly. they wrap around yes. his waist. I yes. I imagine Harry's belt just being like a rope. It just has, it just has like a big just flag tied. that just has to go all the way around <laughs> again and. Oh. How, how is his clothes just not like food stained because of Dudley? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, or from Harry from like hiding food in his clothes. Yes, <laughs> Harry sneaks out at night to find food in the books we talked about. Yeah, I always find it weird when I and, I and not just this movie, like any movie where they have a kid that's sneaking food and they just get the food and they put it in their pocket with no napkin, no nothing. It's like food <laughs> no! in pocket, and it's just like what no! is going on? It's just gonna be all crows and, and smushed in your pocket. Aladdin, I can't stand it. Aladdin would shove Aladdin would shove a whole loaf of bread into his vest that was only like so it was just rubbing against. <laughs> it doesn't even make chest. sense. Like it's like his where's going <laughs> under his armpit? Like that's disgusting. Yeah. What is it? In the movie Napoleon Dynamite, he has like that handful the of tater tots, tots and oh, he puts God. them in his pants pocket. I'm like, what? No. It's so dumb. Aw, can, can you imagine if Harry had done that like the first day of He's school? shoving like, food in his He's cloak. like, I've never seen so much food in my life. I'm going to hide this. It's going to go. He's going to have store it for like, later. Oh. Hagrid's going to give him one of those oh, coats Harry, and ball no. pockets. And just, everything is go. just going to have food in it. Oh, uh, I would love a cloak with like a bunch of pockets. Like, with tons of inside pockets and yeah. outside pockets. Just. Yeah. That'd be the best po- That'd be the, the know, best coat to take to the movies. <laughs> you know, I've, I've never really thought about this, but Harry and Ron both do. They grow. They they both they grew up underprivileged, and I think they kind of sense a common kinship to each other in that way. Yeah. Well, yeah. the The moment that solidifies their friendship is when when Ron pulls out the like mushy sandwich. From his pocket, oh, again, yeah, he shoved it yeah. in his pocket. It's in a and bag, though. It is, and then and then Harry yeah. buys all the all the candy off the cart. Yeah, yeah, out of out of pure kindness. Yeah. It's like, oh, like don't eat that squish sandwich. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's clearly your fault yeah. that it's squished. I'll buy you candy <laughs> instead. You're still so bitter about that. <laughs> Because kids, man, is shoving stuff in their pockets. Uh, And Hermione's parents are dentists, so I imagine she kind of grew up relatively, you know, secure. Also with no sweets. I was thinking about this. This is kind of off, but what do you think it's like for, like, a muggle family that has a child that's magical? Like... When things happen around Harry as a kid, Petunia right. and, Dur- and Vernon at least know that he's from that like he's the wizarding from that, world. Yeah, and and, and they, so that's the explanation. That's why they punish him for it because they yeah, don't yeah. want him to display. But but for Hermione and her parents who are dentists, they don't they know don't, that magic know. exists. So when stuff is happening around her, like who lets them in on it? They're like, I don't oh, know. Your kid's a a witch. Or I don't whatever. know. Does the letter just arrive yeah, so one day and all is yeah, does, fine? Does a muggle family get some kind of special letter saying like, oh, your yeah, child okay, is yeah. magical? So, yeah, so I'm, I'm exposing my ignorance, but do we know canonically if Hermione's parents were aware that she was at Hogwarts that whole time? Because oh. she, she obliviates them in, 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 in Hallows. In the movies, but... no. But in the book, in, in uh, Chamber of Secrets, her parents are with her at Diagon Alley when she's shopping. Yeah. Oh, that's right. So, so she, so they, they are, they are in on it. Yeah, and they're supportive. Mm-hmm. 
So I feel like you have the two extremes. You have either the parents that are totally cool with it and they're supportive, or you have uh, yeah, oh, parents man. are like, if, if oh, I no. have been. See, the director in me is like so like that's there's so many fun moments out of that. Imagine these two kind of like Martin Freeman, <laughs> kind of like you know like oh hello, and then they they're like vaguely aware their daughter's a witch, <laughs> but they're like yeah, we, we we try to let Hermione live her own. I like love something that. goes past we, we, we're, them, we're, they're just like oh okay. <laughs> We've been told she's the greatest witch of her age. That's nice. <laughs> We're proud of her. All right. Oh, I love her professors that. are all, her professors all tell us that they're all very frightened of her. And <laughs> do, we, we, do they we, have we, a we like that a lot. Parent teacher night. <gasps> yeah. Uh, uh, or McGonagall's uh, like, I'm concerned about Hermione's friends. <laughs> they killed a troll on Halloween. She's she's hanging with the wrong crowd. <laughs> They got detention for sneaking out at night, right? They would be like, "We're very disappointed in you, Hermione." Well, I mean, it... could have been killed or worse, expelled. <laughs> yes. yes, her parents have got to be exactly just like her. That's I hope exactly so. What they I hope say. so. They'll be like, "Hermione, don't you know you could have been killed or worse, expelled?" And be like, "Oh, there you go." Her mom has to say it. Yes. <laughs> or is it kind of a is it kind of a Lorelai Gilmore, Rory Gilmore situation where like they're total like kids? Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Well, I think it's, I think it'd be so fun. I think in Deathly Hallows part one, when she obliviates her parents, the woman who plays her mother is, uh, is Catelyn Stark from Game of Thrones. Oh, funny. I didn't oh, know that. fun. Yeah. She's, I, she's great. I noticed that recently. Does that mean Hermione is also an only child? I think she is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they never, she would have mentioned I know. That, like, she would have mentioned happened. siblings. Yeah. So. I was like, is she an only child? Yep. Yeah. I think so. Maybe that's why she's also the way that she is. Very studious. This is this is my brother Hamlet. <laughs> Hamlet. <laughs> Hermione and Hamlet. Yeah. Hermione and Hamlet Granger. <laughs> Hamlet, Hamlet Granger. Granger. I love it. <laughs> Canon. Perfect. It's like head cannon. There you go. Uh, guys, I think I've ex- we've exhausted this minute. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I'm ready to keep Yeah, going. me too. Cool. Uh, well, you can find anyone who's listening. You guys can find all of us at DuelingGenre.com. Back to the Future Minutes over there. We're over there. Uh, and you can come back tomorrow and join us for Minute 122 of Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Nick, we, we wrap up every episode by saying Mischief Managed. Would you like to, okay. would you like to join us with that? Mm-hmm. Awesome. All right. Mischief Managed. Managed. <laughs> Dueling Genre.